I, it, it hit me and I, I told you I, I hit my breaking point and it's not that I'm not grateful for this life. There's so much to be thankful for, but we all have our moments and I'm just keeping it real that it happens. And when I wanted to bring up something to you to complain about, you just reminded me, but okay, Ania, but you can't change that. So what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? And I wanted to fight you on that, but I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, what am I going to do? I can't change that. Except I can change my mindset and my attitude and find something that we can do to offset this obstacle, you know? Hey everybody and welcome back. Today is our Thanksgiving episode and we are rolling solo today, right? Just me and Anita. We're not interviewing anybody today. We thought it'd be a great time to take a break from having a guest and talk about what we're thankful for. It seems like a good day to do that. It is Thanksgiving and with everything going on in the world, even more so this year, we should take the time to think of all the great things we have in our life, right? Yes. And how to make this very different season work. And like I said earlier, I want to try to make it a season to remember. And everybody, the big joke is, oh yeah, it's a season to remember for sure. Cause it's 2020, but we can also make it a positive one. Absolutely. We hope everybody's out there enjoying their Thanksgiving, whether you're able to do it like you wanted to or not. Yeah. <laughs> and we were not able to do that. Nope. And it's been several weeks of that, right? Yeah, we're going on three weeks. Three weeks. So we're calling this the um, Lemony Schnickets and the Shriek of Unfortunate Events <laughs> in our life. <laughs> That's a show, I guess, or a movie, if nobody knows. It's I didn't make book. that up. It's a book, too. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so three out of the five of us have been sick. Yep. And we're going on three weeks, right? Yeah. And two weeks of quarantine. Um, yeah, it's more like two and a half weeks of quarantine at yeah. this point, because every time we thought we were not going to be giving germs to people, somebody else got sick. That's right. So it was one at a time, which, <laughs> yeah, one worst. at a time, one person would get sick and then we thought we were in the clear, the next person would get sick and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're here to air out all that <laughs> with you. And then, uh, stipulation two, we are using our old school recorder and microphones that we started this podcast with bringing it back because <laughs> we wanted to sit on the couch and sit in front of the fire and relax instead of sitting at the table with the uh recording equipment right yeah so that paired with like my nasally voice and hoping i don't crack up too hard because i'll start coughing should be great right so if you quality. if you shut this off and go to the next podcast we understand we completely understand <laughs> We're hoping that we'll make somebody feel better through our through our uh, episode today. <laughs> right. So, uh, so going on three weeks of uh, quarantine, mm-hmm. and let's see what else happened. So we were supposed to go to Rhode Island. Yes. To visit family. It was like our thing that our kids were holding on to for like months now, right? We've had this trip yeah, planned months, for months. Yeah, months. Crossing it off on the calendar. Uh, they couldn't wait to go see their grandparents. Mm-hmm. We were going to uh, make the 10-hour drive over there. And the day before I got sick? I would say it was like three days before we were supposed to go. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of days before I got sick. Yep. And that, that show got stopped real mm-hmm. quick. 
right? And then um, we went into quarantine. And then we were supposed to have your father come visit for Thanksgiving because that would, you know, help make up, help offset our canceled trip to Rhode Island. Yes. <laughs> but then people were still sick in our family. Right. Then you got sick. <laughs> yep. So had to cancel that one. Yeah. And then uh, the day I came out of quarantine, like the, the amount of days that you're supposed to just stay at home just to make sure, mm-hmm. uh, we got the phone call that a tree fell on our camper. Oh, yes. Right? So during a big windstorm up here, apparently a, um, they called and said a tree had fallen on our camper. So we went out and had to go look at that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, are near, we are not near any trees. <laughs> no. There's a lot of campers that are under, like, in a forest like in, a in forest. this campground. Not a single one of them had a tree fall on them. Because we asked, did this happen to anybody else? <laughs> no. Yeah, just curious. <laughs> and uh, so we went out there, and the, uh, the, the one tree that was tall enough to fall far enough to hit our camper fell uphill. Uphill. Uphill onto our roof <laughs> and crushed our roof. So we're dealing with that now. Yeah, I don't even know why I'm laughing because it really stinks, but I think that's all you can do. Yeah, and then on top of it, it's been raining for about two to two and a half weeks at this point, and it's just been nasty outside. Yeah. Still getting out there, but a day of sunshine would be cool. <laughs> yes. So now it's glo- it's been gloomy, and it's just muddy and nasty out, but we're, we're getting out there, but um, yeah, we would appreciate a... A sunshiny day at this it point. Really, truly. There's quite a few things here that now I feel like we're trying to juggle to, to find where to embrace. <laughs> so on this also rainy and overcast Thanksgiving day, <laughs> yes. how are we trying to stay positive? Right. How, how do you make sure that we still have a holiday season to remember as a family and, um, And like you said, on top of that, like not just the rainy season, but now we have, for those of us that live up north or in countries that have winters, winter is knocking on everybody's door at this point. So you've got that too. Because yes, I love the seasons, but let's be honest, there is this this, um, part of you that has to truly accept winter in order to truly embrace it. So I think it's okay to have bad days. Right, but we just can't be stuck in them, and that's the conversation. No, you can have a bad moment, and it's time to leave. Right, time to get out of there. So for me, I think that surviving hard times. When I think about surviving hard times, there's always this one word, and I've already said it, that comes to mind, and that is embrace. And I haven't done this in a while, so you, I wanted to bring up the definition of embrace. <laughs> <laughs> did used to do that a lot. <laughs> a lot. I liked it. So the definition of embrace is an act of accepting something willingly or enthusiastically. I'm not so sure about the enthusiastic part, but if you think about it, that's pretty much what you have to do when... Things kind of suck right now, you know? You don't have to, but it's a good good option. It is. It is yeah. a good option. So we can't change the effects of COVID, right? That's just happening. We can't change that. We can't change the, the weather that winter brings on, the rain that it brings, the cold temperatures. We can't change that a tree fell uphill onto our camper and smashed the roof. So instead, we can accept all of it, just like 
what embrace means, accept it and change our mindset to find ways to embrace the obstacles. So yes. So what are some of the things that we have done and are planning to do to embrace our situation? So I guess I'll start. And, um, during our time of quarantine due to the endless illnesses, illnesses, <laughs> we've tried to get, uh, creative to break up the monotony. So we've had the kids camping in the backyard, right? Yeah. They camped outside. We put a, put up a tent and they camped out there for two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, we ourselves have been sleeping now on a mattress in our family room in front of the fire. <laughs> yes. So we took the mattress off the pull-out couch, threw it on the floor in the living room in front of the fireplace. And, uh, that's where we've been sleeping. It feels like, um, vacationing at somebody else's house. It, it does. Yeah. Like, you know, at first we did it, we did it the nights that the kids were sleeping in the tent outside so that we could keep an eye on them. Cause I mean, to me, I still wanted to I'm so glad that they're out on their own in the in the backyard and we have, you know, we have property we're not in this little gated community or anything. So I still wanted to be able to keep tabs on them. And we brought the mattress out those two nights that they were tent camping and we have not returned to our beds since. Nope. And it was like each night we were like, yeah, you want to? Yeah. Why? I mean, why not? Like, <laughs> like you said, it really gives me the feeling of like that like when you go spend time over somebody else's house and you have no responsibilities <laughs> and it's just, you feel like you're on vacation. That's what it feels like. It does. Yeah. You play a I don't want that brain. feeling to end. <laughs> either. <laughs> I'm not, I don't either. Like there is this happy sense in it. And honestly, I don't know when we'll return to our bed, but we we'll... might not. <laughs> might just sell the frame, get rid of that thing. But yeah, it's, um, try it, try it. It's, uh, it's like liberating. It really is. It's great. And plus when you're in here, like stuck in here for quarantine, like any little change up oh my helps. Yes. And that's what I was explaining to you. I was like me, especially like you've been able to go back to work now, but I'm still freaking stuck in this like environment of nothing changing, nothing changing. And this was just one of those beautiful things for me that has been like a blessing at night to just feel like, yeah, this has changed. I'm not going to my normal, regular, boring room. I'm going to go sleep out in the family room with the fire and the tree. We have our Christmas tree. That was another thing. <laughs> yeah, the Christmas thing. tree, I guess, semi-early for some people. <laughs> Put the Christmas tree up, do the decorating, mm-hmm. have the Christmas music going. That helps. That helps. It really does. And I feel like uh, having the the Christmas decorations with the the lights and the tree and all that early on. It's just because it plays in with that whole Huga mindset where you create a warm, cozy and inviting environment to help promote well-being. And that's what, that's what that is, right? Cause probably yes. there's a lot of people might not know what that is. That's I didn't know what I, it is. You yes. That's exactly what that means though. It's that there's, there's a deeper definition to Huga, but on this, like a quick explanation is that, that you're creating that warm, cozy environment. And they say it's to help promote well-being. Like, doesn't that make sense? Like you are promoting well-being because you're bringing in these good vibes and this sense of togetherness as a family and that coziness. And it helps with like, I feel like you're the mental part. Sure. Yeah, you have to, especially right now. (laughs) Yes. So you can do that also by 
in general, when, um, those that practice huga, it's a lot of times you think of getting like those soft, the soft lighting. So you might put like little twinkle lights throughout your house or even changing out the light bulbs to more of that softer light. You don't want like the bright light. Um, and then candles everywhere and then the aromas. So whether the aromas are going to be through candles or through baking, it's, it's bringing that, that nice sense of well-being and happiness. So you want to be like walking into uh, Bed Bath and Beyond or the candle, what's that candle factory in the mall that always stinks? Yankee, Yankee, <laughs> Yankee candle. I think the Yankee, Yankee candle com- company. Yes. <laughs> wow. I haven't been there forever. So you go to the mall. No. The mall and years that's what this sounds like though yeah it is it's like you walk by and you're like oh it's heaven it's your- really when i walk by i'm like i can't breathe <laughs> like suffocates me yeah. or there's that for those of you that suffer from those strong senses <laughs> sense i should say like run past the yankee candle company when i'm in the mall <laughs> so yeah we've done that and we did we did put up our christmas decor about Two weeks before Thanksgiving. That's super early. That that's a record for us. The tree probably won't make it that far. <sighs> no, it will. Brown. We'll keep it brown. No, I've always gotten like a week past Christmas, and it was still going. You give it water, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing we've done, um, which is your crazy idea, I swear our listeners gonna be like these two, was hike over three miles on our property mm. on a very rainy, chilly day. We did. Yeah. Like, well, the kids kept talking about camping and hiking and we couldn't go anywhere. So we said, you know what, let's not let this stop us and be sour pusses about this. Um, let's just do what we can with what we have. So we put on some, got some rain gear on. It was pretty rainy out that day and, mm-hmm. um, got some backpacks Yeah, and loaded it up with some weight I think you had like about 15 pounds. I had about 30 pounds in mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just hiked in circles for three miles. We did. And it was fun. It really was. It like, was great. Because once you get going, like whether you're not talking at all because you're just clearing your mind or you are, we started having a conversation at one point. Mm-hmm. Both, you just you forget that you are doing the same circle over and over again. But it's just that that sense of of like mental toughness and just that invigorating feeling you get when you're done coming out from the rainy, cold weather and that you were just walking for, I think it ended up being close to like an hour and a half Mm -hmm. and it didn't matter. Again, it did not matter. It was crazy. Like I thought you had this crazy idea, but when I was doing it and I didn't feel like that. And then when we were done, we had that feeling that we absolutely love. You come inside, you're tired, you're ready for a hot shower. You flip that fire on or you start a fire, depending on what your fireplace is. And yeah, you could still get that feeling, even though we didn't jump in the car and go somewhere, which is what was happening. We couldn't, we couldn't go anywhere. So we're just making the best of it. Right. And it shows in the kids too, it shows them that there's no use in complaining. Right. You complaining is not going to accomplish anything and nobody wants to hear you whine that you can't go to the parks. Mm-hmm. The only thing you can do is, you know, make the best of it. Yep. And so that's what we did. And, you know, I've read stories where there's people doing um, marathons in their living room, living in an apartment complex because they can't, couldn't go anywhere, but they had a treadmill. Yeah. So they ran a marathon. 
That's awesome. You know, and that was just them working through the mental games of all this. Because this yes. is a big mental game. It is, you're you know, right. You know, being stuck in your house and not being able to go anywhere. And you have to, you know, I, I feel you kind of have to prove to yourself that you're, you know, mentally tough enough to, like, mm -hmm. make the best of this. Yeah. So that was my idea. And we went out and did it. And uh, it was awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely be doing that again. Yeah, and I think each time we'll try to, like, push it a little bit further. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe next time we'll do five miles mm -hmm. in the backyard. And we're lucky that we have that acre to do it in. You know, mm -hmm. some people don't. So we, you know, really don't have anything to complain about. We have some space back here that we can do some things. Mm -hmm. It's also a great idea if you're able to do it when you have kids because our kids aren't at the point yet that they can do five mile hike. We're not there yet. There's going to, if we did it, it'd have well, to three year old. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, cause even him now, he doesn't want to sit in that hiking backpack very long. No, I don't want him in the hiking backpack. <laughs> and then, so when we take <laughs> him out, it's a very slow pace mm -hmm. because we want him to practice hiking, but we got to work our way up. So sure. if we do want a day that we, we do more mileage, we can do that here and they can join us and then run inside again and come out again. And our daughter did most of it with us, which she was did. awesome. Yeah, she was great. Mm -hmm. And then, and she was very positive about it. And that's the whole point is that instead of seeing us complain, she saw us do something about it mm -hmm. and she jumped in and yeah. was happy. Yep. And then we all came in and took nice hot showers and had soup for dinner yep. after being cold and rainy. And it was great. It was so great. Yeah. It really, it boosted our mood for mm -hmm. sure. And uh, we started talking about our next little mental challenge, right? Yes. So the kids, <laughs> the kids uh, camped outside for two days, mm -hmm. and we had a fire and used our camp cookers, which are these little uh, like cast iron, uh, I guess cast iron skillet kind of things that you put over the fire. Mm -hmm. And I think you posted a you posted a video mm -hmm. of that. But uh, you know, we got to thinking like. Well, why don't we challenge ourselves, even though we're going into winter, it's going to be cold and more than likely rainy at this point, because that's just how the weather is right now, mm -hmm. um, for us to camp outside mm -hmm. and get a little uncomfortable. Yes. You know, I love camping, but let's be honest, it's not the same as sitting in front of the fireplace and, you know, inside. No. And so it's going to be a little uncomfortable, but mm -hmm. that's kind of like our next uh, fun game with each other is to get out there and, and uh, camp in this, it's probably going to have snow here soon. Yes. Um, and we said we're going to, we're going to go out there and do it for a day just to make sure we're going to use an air mattress. <laughs> yes. We're not, we're not, we're not going on the ground here. I'm not going to pretend like we're doing that. No, my back can't even handle that even if I wanted to. <laughs> but, uh, make sure that thing holds some air. Cause we don't want to the, the, like the, the air mattress meme where you, you know, end up on the ground every morning, <laughs> regardless of how much air you put in it or what kind of air mattress you have. But, um, I think we wanted to work ourselves up to like doing a week outside. Yes, which I think would be awesome. I've told you this. I said, you know, even in this quarantine time, it wasn't so much that it's not that I don't have enough to do. There's always stuff to do in this house. You can keep busy, but it's that again, monotony. And I feel like I'm ready to have little challenges, self, like you said, mental challenges that are uncomfortable. And, and I feel like it's just gonna, 
it's going to make me feel better. Well, it's also like a mini adventure, right? Yes. Like we're big on that. Like we, if we, we're not the nine to five and come home and sit on the couch for the weekend. Like we have to get out and go do something semi, you know, at least semi adventurous mm-hmm. and fun and new, um, constantly, or we get very constantly. antsy. <laughs> yes. And, uh, right now, obviously it's, it's tough for us to do that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, this is what we came up with. Yeah. So, you know, going out and doing that in the backyard is an adventure. And I think anyone, unless you you know, live in an apartment or something, but uh, something anybody could do. Yes. You know, just throw a tent out back and go sleep out there for a couple of days and feel like you're just doing something different. And then I feel like you'll embrace your everyday life even more so because you're like, man, that was a little uncomfortable. You know, it was snowing out and we were in a tent and, you know, trying to stay warm at night and it's not the best bed, but then you're going to come back to life here and you're going to appreciate things a little more. Yeah. And I am back to work. So it's not like I'm uh, still on this, this, uh, quarantine vacation, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's going to be, uh, early mornings rolling out of a tent, Mm -hmm. probably walking through the snow to get to the house, to get to the coffee (laughs) and a shower. Right. But I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. So those are the ideas we have. And I'm, we've made a promise to ourselves to kind of sit down and come up with some other ones for us Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, keep playing off of that because we found that we believe it's extremely important Mm -hmm. mentally, you know, especially. Yes, absolutely. And then I just want to make sure we bring up again, how important it is to embrace the weather that if you're going to live in an area where you do have winter, that we, we don't want to go and hibernate in, in our shell here. And then it's, it's just going to drag out a very long time. And a lot of people end up suffering from depression by doing that. And we actually made an episode last year. It was one of our first ones. Episode number six, don't let the winter blues get you down. I recommend checking that out. Cause we actually went, uh, we dove into this a lot as far as like, what are some things you can do, uh, to help you get through the winter and to just look at it with, a, again, another a positive mindset. And w- one of the biggest things is just dressing appropriately and having the right gear. And if you've got that, then you're not so uncomfortable when you go outside. Right. It's never going to be the kids that mm-hmm. are saying it's probably too cold or too hot or rainy. It's always the parent that is hesitant to go out and, and then the kids learn that mm-hmm. and they become the person that won't go out in it. If yeah. you just, if it just becomes natural, you have the right gear, you have some, you know, a rain jacket and a hat and you get out there. That's what we did the other day for that hike. And, um, we stayed warm and semi dry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I was not cold at all. No. It was probably the last 15 minutes because the rain started to actually soak through my pants. Well, and all we had, had, we had jeans on, which if you're, if you're leaving the house going, get some rain pants, like, Mm -hmm. you know, don't wear jeans hiking in the rain, but yeah. And we've had this conversation with some of our guests before that same thing, like, especially I love talking about Nikki, but it's because of their business, their actual business being the forest school, they say that it's so important for the kids to have the right gear because otherwise they won't go out and, and be out in the forest for two plus hours if they're not comfortable. And then that they quickly noticed that it was just as important for the adults to do, to do the same. there's even a book called no such thing as bad weather. And that's what she focuses on is, you know, 
embracing every day, every season of the year. I have not read it yet. That is one that should go on the list, but I, I do love the concept. That's, I mean, there really should not be a bad weather day, right? <laughs> no, there, there really shouldn't. Because mm -hmm. uh, if, the, if you look at it like that, then you might as well, if you live up in Ohio, you might as well cross four months off of the calendar mm -hmm. and never go enjoy yourself outside. And you yeah. can't do that. No. You know, and that's just your own mindset. Yeah. I don't, I don't look at the snow as a nasty day out. I don't even look mm -hmm. at the rain as a nasty day out. I actually prefer it a lot of times because no one's going to be where we're going. Yep. <laughs> so when we go hiking, it's usually empty because no one wants to go out in the rain. I have no problem going out in the rain. Yeah. And then like we've said before, that hot bowl of soup when you get home or that hot shower, it's all worth it. it it's is. the most amazing shower and the mm -hmm. most amazing bowl of soup you'll have. And then at the end of the day, I'm okay with sitting on the couch and watching a movie together after we've been out all day mm -hmm. in the elements, you know? Yeah. And that's the other thing. Like kind when of you earned were, it. what you kind of earn it. Yeah, exactly. And when you're having a rough day and things just seem to be like pushing down on you, if you go in uncomfortable weather, it, it, it like, it almost like numbs all those feelings and stops it in its tracks. Cause now you have to think about like getting comfortable or getting warm. And then it's just like, it is just so in, I keep using that word, but it is, it's that sense. It's very invigorating when I'm like freezing my behind off out there. But now I have forgotten about all my little complaints. They're gone. Everything inside of me that was restless is gone. And it's just, it accelerates it when you're in that type of weather. If we were in beautiful, gorgeous weather, you had to be out there for like hours to really get that, like, you know, that feeling. Well, putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation, which is kind of like, you know, going hiking in the rain mm -hmm. is a mental challenge. Mm -hmm. Like, because a lot of people just won't do it because they don't want to be uncomfortable. But once you do that and you're mentally, you mentally challenge yourself, like I'm going out in the rain, I'm going to go hiking and I'm going to be uncomfortable and I'm going to enjoy it. And, and then when you get done with it, it is an amazing feeling when you're, when it's all said and done, you're back at the house and you're like, yeah, we just, we just did that. Mm -hmm. And nobody else, you, nobody else did it. And we know that because there was nobody else there Yeah. <laughs> and nobody else wanted to go do this, but we did and we enjoyed it and the kids enjoyed it. And now we can sit down and enjoy a movie or mm -hmm. whatever it is mm -hmm. when you get home yeah, and you feel like you've earned it mm -hmm. that day. Right. Yeah. I tell you how I feel. I know that's how we both feel. That's why we're recommending this. And even if it's, um, I just feel like even, so it, let's say it's like super snowy days, really cold outside. Even if it's 20 minute increments, that's something like that'll do something for everybody, including the kids. And I remember we've on our cold days last year. We didn't have a whole lot here. We had a more mild winter, but some of those days we went out in 20 minute increments and it, that was enough as well. Even if we went out 20 minutes now and then like, you know, hour and a half later we went out again and like the kids will do that too. They'll just come in and out throughout the day and it works. Yeah. And I think you have to, we talked about this too. Um, you have to enjoy, enjoy the little things in life, Yes, especially right now. Yeah. So just that cup of coffee or the cup of tea or reading to the kids or a jog or a, tr a treat, yes. like <laughs> sit down and really enjoy those, those things mm -hmm. and, you know, make something of it. Like we do the tea time together. We, we sit down for 30 to 45 minutes every day, get home from work and we have mm -hmm. a cup of tea together and kids don't bother us. And that's just our time together. But 
you know, you look at that cup of tea differently. Yes. Instead of rushing around and smashing it down as quick as you can and chugging it. And mm -hmm. it's like, no, you sit down and really enjoy the moment. And you have to schedule it because of, I think we're, everybody listening to this as a parent. So we're all busy with kids. And if you make that a point every day at whatever time of day to do it, I think that's important too, because if you don't make it a habit or a routine, it won't stick. And it is important to get those mental breaks and those little treats to keep going through these difficult, odd, challenging times. Right. And, and the way you handle it as a parent is the way that your kid will handle it as an adult one day, mm -hmm. handle adversity. They learn that the way you handle adversity is, I mean, directly correlated to how your parents handled it. Absolutely. For most people. Mm -hmm. It's like that they see how you go through a rough time. And if you're freaking out and losing your mind over things, that's how they're going to be when they grow up. Yeah. Or it's just going to roll off their back when things happen because that's what you did. Yeah. And that's a big part of why we're doing some of these things so the kids can see that. Mm -hmm. We were just saying that this morning that we've already been noticing that this whole COVID thing has obviously affected children because things are shut down. There's not as many get togethers right now for our family. It's been three weeks of quarantine that they can't go see friends, but they, it does, it has not slowed them down because we try to, you know, give off that positive mindset. And I, I think it's, we've already like seen the benefits of that because they do keep a positive attitude regardless of how their life has changed from this year to last year. Right. We're, we're not looking at the things that we can't do and that we don't have. Mm -hmm. We're thankful for the things that we do have. Yes. And that's, you know, what we want them to learn. And I, when this is all said and done. I want us as a family to be able to look back at it and be proud of how we handled it mm -hmm. and not be like, man, we really, really whined a lot, yeah, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I, I think we're on track to, to do that. And it, it's not easy all the time. Like I know today was a little bit rough cause we hoping to see family and it's the second time we've canceled family, mm -hmm. family trip. So, um, yeah, it's not easy and it's a challenge and it's something that you constantly have to remind yourself, but I think it's very important. Yes. And just to keep it real for our listeners, it's not easy. And as you saw me this morning, I was a mess. Like well, I'm, that's I'm, why we're doing this. Yeah. I, it, it hit me. And I, I told you, I, I hit my breaking point and it's not that I'm not grateful for this life. There's so much to be thankful for, but we all have our moments and I'm just keeping it real that it happens. And when I wanted to bring up something to you to complain about, you just reminded me, but okay, Ania, but you can't change that. So what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? And I wanted to fight you on that, but I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, what am I going to do? I can't change that except I can change my mindset and my attitude and find something that we can do to offset this obstacle, you know? Well, this is what I tell people at my, at work that I, that I supervise. Don't bring me problems, bring me solutions. Right. Right. Don't show up and give me problems. I know what the problems are. <laughs> yes. I already know that. <laughs> Tell me how, it's, how we're going to fix it. Yeah. And that's how I feel like, you know, same with life. Mm -hmm. Like let's not sit here and mope around about the things we can't change. Mm -hmm. well, what are we going to do about it? Yeah. And so, I needed to hear that. And, well, so do I sometimes. Yeah. So that was another reason why we wanted to sit and have this conversation in case somebody else needs to hear that today. 
Cause I, I have a feeling many of us are at that point as well right now. <laughs> sure. But it has been 30 minutes and that's what we said we were going to do. We sure did. It's time to go start cooking the feast. Yes. Right. Ooh. So we can't wait. <laughs> have lots of good food ready for today, but we hope everybody out there, uh, this will be playing on Sunday, I guess. So, uh, we hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and, uh, hang in there. We're all through this, getting, getting through this together mm -hmm. and, um, we will see you next Sunday. Mm -hmm. And who did we speak with? Ooh, hold on. Who's up? It's going to be Emily from Untaming Rewild the Child podcast. And she lives in New Zealand and she was just such a joy to chat with such an interesting person. And so I recommend you go check out her podcast in the meantime. And by the way, she actually interviewed us. So our podcast of her interviewing us is already released yeah. on, on her show. Yes. Yeah. She was awesome. It was like, uh, sometimes you, we do this with people and you feel like you've like known them forever. Mm -hmm. And that's how it kind of felt with her. Yeah, she's just so easygoing and so comfortable and such a neat person to talk to. Absolutely. So, yeah, check her out. And um, thank you for listening. Yep. And let's make this a season to remember. Bye. Bye. Bye.